thousands of feet in the air. He just jumps out as far as he can with his bow and his arrow, to which he has affixed a rope. <laughs> right. And and then he turns around, and he, yep, sure enough, there's a tree. You are listening to End If Love Remains, a unique show spotlighting people, ideas, science, culture, and art. Your host, Mike Lovett. Mike Lovett. Rachel, you are correct. This is that great podcast in the sky, And If Love Remains. I am your sometimes virtuous, occasionally vile, always virile host, Mike Lovett. And I am here with two great friends of the program. It's great to have them back. James and Jim, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be here, Mike. Thanks for having us. It's fun stuff and and last time we were here we talked about the epic the greatest movie of all time the rr of ours <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was it was so much fun and really uh for me it gave me a great appreciation for the that uh um cinematic universe of you know we'll call it bollywood as a generic term but the but the indian um uh, cinematic flavor, <laughs> I guess, you know, uh, it's super cool. It's super over the top. And, um, and that was just a great, uh, you know, uh, intro drug into that universe. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a lot of fun. And so, so we saw probably the next great movie. I, you know, a, a one of the great movies of it, which is Bahubale on and duh. <laughs> wow. We're just jumping all over continents, aren't we? We're, you know, we're, we're mixing all sort of, you know, <coughs> cultures here. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure the French would hate Bobley. <laughs> I'm sure they would. It's way too optimistic for them. <laughs> but, uh, but it was a great movie. Um, it was, again, the same director, right? Yes. yes. Same Roger director. Same director and I think writing team. Okay. Which would be his whole damn family. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, um that and and yeah, you definitely could see that. I think the um I mean, I don't think it was as well um paced. Paced. <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of movie. It is a lot of movie. That's true. I was going to say, um, RRR is much more refined than Bahubli. Um, yeah, there's definitely a progression of skill. You watch Bahubli 1 and 2, then you watch RRR, and you can see a, he's playing with a lot of the same ideas, and in RRR he has perfected them, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see what he comes up with next. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely really, really good. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Bahubali. Let's talk about, um, first of all, um, it's two movies. It's one and two. Right. The beginning and the conclusion. And they're both about th- two and a half, three hours long. Two and a half hours, yeah. And we're not going to go over the, I think it's a spinoff or an animated series. Not yeah, that's that. right. I haven't seen the animated series, but I have seen stills from it okay so we're not so we're we not going to be referencing that. that so bahubali part two i believe is still the most 
popular movie, the the most financially successful movie ever in India. Yeah. It made more money than than Bahubali 1. It made more money, I believe, even now than RRR. Wow. Well, it was one of the ones when we when we put out our RRR um podcast, a lot of comments were saying you need to check out Bahubali. I mean, sure. I was that we had a lot of people saying, "If you like that, you're going to love this too," you know. <laughs> right. Which right, we right. did. Absolutely. Yeah. We did. It was great. It was. I, I still think our R is superior, and I could relate to it more. But um, yeah, it's a hoobly walk. So triple R can I mean, run. Who who can't relate to a guy who's starved for a month and is doing pull ups? <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Only to be saved by your best friend, and then you become some kind of mythical four armed, two legged beast. You know who you didn't go through that in college? Am I right? <laughs> RRR was is still by far my favorite, um, and I have a hard time picking between Bahubali one and two. I think I probably like Bahubali two a little bit better. Yeah, um, but I'd be hard pressed to to say exactly why. I, maybe it's just because it 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 is the conclusion and it kind of wraps things up. It right. doesn't doesn't leave you hanging for a year. <laughs> we were we were fortunate where we re- we only had to wait a week, right. not a year. Right. <laughs> so that was that was a good thing about watching it how we did. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a lot of movie. There's there's a lot going on, and it's very. Um, archetypal i mean it's very like the i mean these characters are are archetypes they're they're not just like yeah characters that you you know again the french would hate it this isn't breaking bad (laughs) no this isn't breaking. right (laughs) right the hair is amazing Uh, jim (laughs) jim i think the best one of the best comments jim had was like man this is like a shampoo commercial (laughs) right yeah it's five hours of the best hair ever (laughs) and and every time they get wet it's like somebody flipped the slow-mo switch right you can just you can just hear somebody in the background like suave shampoo (laughs) full body (laughs) so good it's so good um all right so James, why don't you give us, let's talk about Bahubali 1 and give okay. us a quick, and it's not, <laughs> you know, this, not, we're, this won't be a five hour podcast. So the, give us the quick rundown, tell us a story. Um, what, like, what should we know to, to be able to talk about this movie? Of just the, the just, first part? We'll start with the first one. Hmm. So it opens against a giant waterfall, which is going to be very important later. <laughs> A woman carrying a baby is being hunted. She defeats the hunters, and then she dies saving the child. The child grows up into a man, and when he sees a uh, a mask belonging to a woman that fell from the waterfall, that inspires him, gives him the little extra push that he needs to climb all the way up, which I think is my favorite part of the movie. Oh, it's a great that movie. That whole yeah. sequence. How tall is that waterfall? Three and a half miles? Absolutely. At least. At least. It took him three days to get up there. <laughs> it's an insanely high waterfall. <laughs> that, this, again, this movie is of mythic proportions. Right, right. I mean, if you saw the waterfall in up, like, that's just peanuts. Right. It's <laughs> like part one of, the, of this waterfall. That's right. At the top of the waterfall, he finds the woman that he was looking for. 
And she is part of a rebel group that is going to take back the kingdom of Mahishmati, which has been wrongfully usurped by, I if I can pronounce his name right, Balaldeva. And the if you're listening are... to this and you know the correct pronunciations, feel free to comment feel below. Feel free to comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let us know. There's so many names. And it... Balaldeva. I think it's Balaldeva. <laughs> Balaldeva. Balaldeva sounds right to yeah. my ear, but what do I know? Um, let's see. Uh, Dava for short. Uh, <laughs> so the main character who at this point is called Shivudu. Yeah, Shivudu. Shivudu. Um, he hearing that they are going to take back the kingdom because the rightful queen has been chained up. He says, your mission is my mission. I will go get her. And then he does. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk. Well, we're not getting right into in there, <laughs> right? That's still still that's the first still number movie. one. That's still, still okay. all the first movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, uh, the bad guy is erecting a giant golden statue, which falls over, and then Shivudu just grabs a rope and hoists it straight up. When when he says giant, I mean we're talking about a hundred hundred foot, foot solid gold statue. Yeah. statue. Yeah, just just in case you were wondering, <laughs> like, this isn't just how powerful is Shiva? <laughs> this isn't. Ooh, I got a twenty foot statue. No, 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 no. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, because that those are light too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when he hoists it up, uh, the crowd recognizes him as a character named Bahubali, which makes Balaldeva very angry. Um, hi, Jinx and Sue. So why why um, would that make him so angry? Well, that's... Uh, that's part that's of the later. story. That's, that's, la- that's found yeah. out later. Okay. We find out much later. Shivadu grabs Devsana, runs out of the castle, and is pursued by the guards or army of Mahishmati. And they're led by the slave Katapa, and I think also the prince, because when they attack Shivudu in this very incredible wasteland, um, yeah, if I remember correctly, Shivudu decapitates the prince, and his headless corpse stumbles for a couple more <laughs> steps before falling over. It is beautiful. <laughs> and then Katapa going to avenge the prince, recognizes Shivudu and falls on his knees and tells Shivudu that he is the son of Mahendra Bahubali? I believe Mahendra Bahubali. Yeah, Mahendra. Okay, Mahendra Bahubali. And this is when the whole movie becomes a flashback. (laughs) (laughs) And now we start chronologically at the start... And uh, should I go into the chronological beginning, or should we just take it from here? Let, let's let's stop there for a second. Well, I don't know. Maybe we have to. Um, but first of all, like this talk about like what makes why as a director, why do you think you made the decision to do this whole like story up front and then do the backstory? I mean, it's, because the mystery I think is very compelling. If you have the whole story being told chronologically, then you have an interesting build up and then 
lots of exciting things happen, and then you are at the beginning of the first movie, which is another build-up. So we know what is going to happen, or at least where things are going. So if you had the movie told chronologically, it would lose all of its momentum as we're just waiting for Shivadu to catch up with us. But by shifting it around, we're following Shivadu's journey, and we learn... As he does. As he does. It would be, I think, as awful as being one of the unfortunate people who were introduced by to Star Wars by watching episodes one, two, and three first. Right. And then you watch the original trilogy. There's no suspense. Yeah. There's no buildup. When, and all of the explanation you did... is just redundant because we know what the Force is. We know who the Jedi are. We know what a lightsaber is, but we're still waiting right. 40 minutes for <laughs> Luke to catch up. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I love this. Um, uh, Shiva, Shivagami? Shivagami? Sh- I... Okay. I'll say Shivagami. Shivagami, yeah. Um, you know, when she's introduced to us, we don't have any idea who she is, right? Right. I mean, she's she's got a lot of jewelry. She's dressed well. She's been through hell. Yeah. Um, she's mortally wounded um, and continues to fight mm-hmm. against her pursuers. Um, it's and, a great character introduction. It is a, the best character introduction. Like her her final... Do we say spoilers? Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, lots of spoilers. Like her, her for a six-hour movie. Right? The culmination of her entire life is to save this child. Yeah. Up to the point where it literally means she is, she is as I said, mortally wounded. She's drowning in the river. Um and she holds the child up over her head until somebody can rescue it. It's un- that that part was pretty insane. Like just all you see is her hand and the baby, and she's just holding it above her head in the water. You know she's dying, and right. it's just it's really impactful. And and I'm not saying that this is what the filmmakers intended, but I kind of got the sense that there was a bit of the divine intervention going on because as soon as they grab the child, she is gone. Right, right. She's not just, yeah, she, she doesn't just die. She's just like, but basically disappears. Yeah. Right. And the guy was right there. He was expecting to grab onto her and save her, but she's just disappeared. So I, kind of feel like she has died but whatever she was calling out to presented right. the that, child to be saved that introduction tells you so much about that character who you don't even know you don't know her name mm-hmm. don't know her story you i think you want to because oh, yeah. who is this person how did she get in this position i mean she went to the very i mean we talk about like giving it your all right <laughs> Right. But this is a woman who gave absolutely everything, right? Like down to the last minute, she had no rational reason Mm -hmm. to expect this child to survive, right? But she gave the child literally every possible second to give perhaps the gods a chance Mm -hmm. to intervene, right? To find somebody. And that says so much. I I really believe that in a movie full of, of uh, (laughs) just intense and, and really, 
remarkable characters. I mean, she's she's definitely one of my favorite. Maybe maybe top three. Maybe yeah, I agree. And I think it it, it also is a um, one of the themes of the movie um, movies that that is it's told right there is this idea of hope. Like in the in the midst of of obviously there's something going on that's like the people um there's there's a lot of chaos going on you're not sure what yet but but this baby somehow symbolizes the hope of the future Mm -hmm. um and we don't even know what it is yet but it's you know yeah that whole scene with the golden statue shivudu's appearance makes them chant bahubali's name and gives them the strength to lift the statue up and even though it is a statue for Balaldeva, as the movie literally shows us, Bahubali's strength and popularity still towers over Balaldeva's, even though he is dead. Yeah. It's <laughs> because, it, it, yeah. That scene just made me think of like how great the Indians do villains too. I mean, even though they're not English, like <laughs> where were the British evil people? <laughs> right. Um, they even do, you know, pretty evil Indians, I guess. <laughs> cause it, cause I mean, I, if I remember right, I mean, as that statue is falling, they're like, Oh, what are a few peasants? Gonna, gonna right. Be right. Uh, right. Sacrifice right. of a hundred heads. Right. right. Bahub- or, um, and in, in, in this, in this moment, Shivadu is not interested in saving the statue. Right. It's the people under the statue. Right. Obviously that he's that he's saving. Um But you know, I had said something before the, the, the podcast. I mean the Shivadu is in many ways, he is Clark Kent delivered to Smallville by mysterious means, you know? Right. He is this demigod living among the people there, you know. Um, they, I'm not saying that they worship him as a demigod or anything like that, but, but what I mean, he accomplishes. He's, he's clearly above and beyond, right? Oh, he's, for sure. He's uncontrollable. He's lifting stones, you know. And, <laughs> right. you know he's doing all these crazy things that, that, that people are just like, you know, they're in awe of and expecting at the same time. Right. Right. You know, and his, his, uh, his, I guess what uh, Confucius would call his filial piety um, to his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, he keeps trying to climb the the waterfall, waterfall right? Mm-hmm. I think he honestly, as a child, he just climbs it because it's there. Right. And because there are very few challenges to this demigod yeah. from Krypton. I mean, <laughs> from Bahubali, Mahishmati. 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 Um, so he needs this, this, right. And he climbs and, you know, the villagers are, I don't see them placing bets, but I kind of imagine <laughs> right. placing bets. he's going to make it as far as the tree, right. you know, 50 shells, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever they use. There. I don't know. Um, but she's, you know, she's, she's pouring water over, I think is, I think is the Shivalinga that, the, the Shiva stone, the right. lingam, um, to pray that he will give it up. He knows that she's praying for him to stop it. to stop, <laughs> right? Right. And I think he knows he's not gonna stop, right? But 
he carries this stone that is obviously no human could lift this thing, right? <laughs> and he carries it all the way under the waterfall so that it will be perpetually doused with water. So her prayers will be basically infinite. Infinite, yeah. Right? An ongoing. She never has she to carry have to keep water walking again. walking up and down that stone. <laughs> you know, he's, this is his character. This is his innate character, right? He loves his mother. He's he's loyal, but he's also um, adventurous. He's strong, and he's not going to be held back. And there, there is a there is a real supernatural thing to it, where he he is. It's not just like he. I think you're right. You know, at some point, that maybe the only challenge that he has, but he's also called to climb that mm-hmm. uh, waterfall. Like he, there there are some things that happen. Both in the climb and I, and I think before the climb that where he's just like, I got to keep going. And there's a great little storytelling thing going on there and movie making because that scene feels very, shall we say, extra. It's It doesn't seem very important to anything. It just seems very grandiose and kind of, this is a strong guy. But when he puts the stone under the waterfall and celebrates his achievement that's when the mask falls down and that's what kicks off the rest of his journey so that really sparks the curiosity almost ironically if she hadn't been praying about that that mask would have just floated down the river (laughs) and he never would have the solution you were looking for was lying within the problem (laughs) (laughs) that climb is is Fantastic. Fantastic. Like, in the sense of the word. (laughs) Yeah, I would be... I would be extremely disappointed to find out 10 or 15 years from now that people are teaching cinema in the film schools and they don't spend at least a week on the waterfall (laughs) in Bahubali. It's, I mean, besides being beautiful, I mean, Rajamali... Just he knows how to get a shot. He right. knows how to frame a shot. I think I read somewhere that they had something like fifteen hundred concept sketches wow. written for this. Um, wow! And I mean, I would love. I would. For I would the whole buy that thing book. or just his little dance sequence. Uh, I would. <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> you know, but I mean, much like RRR, um, like every shot feels intentional. Every mm-hmm. shot is beautifully composed, but. But that climb, you know, he's been trying to climb for 20 years. Yeah. Um, getting stronger. But I think he's this... about 22 when he finally makes it because there was like a... Mahendra Bahubali died at 22 and then Shivadu returns also at 22. So mm-hmm. the whole... I think that's the symmetry there. So that... I mean, that climb mm-hmm. is just... Yeah, just it's... wonderful. This this it's It's symbolic, but it's physical and... There, um, my son Matthew made this comment. I think he did. I think it was him. Anyway, he he made this comment to me. He was talking about the newest uh, Spider-Man movie, uh-huh. where he was talking about you know how beautiful it is and how like you could take any frame of it and that could be a poster for sure. And and that's the same thing with the, with that waterfall climb. Like you could take any frame of that and it could be the poster for <laughs> Bahubali because it's just gorgeous right. and and well Actually, thought on out. that thought every i mean if you pick your frames right 
It could be a poster for whatever kind of movie you want because there's a lot of emotional beats in that. <laughs> there are. There's He's on the edge of the cliff and it's very tense and he's swinging through this jungle that just lives inside of the mountain and it's an adventure. <laughs> and then he's relaxing on the side with the sunset in the background and it's a feel-good movie. It's, yeah. It's so much range in that sequence. Who was... Do we know? Because I'm I'm not clear. Who was the woman that he saw? I, I know she wasn't uh, on the water. She pole? wasn't physical. Yes, the woman that he saw that finally inspired him to take that. It was the to succeed in that leap. It was the face of the woman in the mask that okay. he eventually meets. But but who was she? But was we, she the river goddess? I mean, maybe taking on that. What's her name? What's um, Aventica? what did we decide her name was? <laughs> Aventica? Yeah, so, something like that. Aventica? It, it might have been a spirit on, taking Aventica's forms to motivate. I, I thought I thought it was a, you know, some yeah, sort of Aventica. representation of her. Mm-hmm. But. Well, yeah, I, it was her face for sure. But it, obviously she wasn't astral projecting. <laughs> right, right. Because right, she didn't know him. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that... Obviously, the whole climb is gorgeous, right? That that one spot where he's constantly jumping and falling short and falling short until her face motivates him to jump the extra mile, as it were, <laughs> right? And, I and, mean, this is a crazy movie, but that is a metaphorical mile. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to the literal miles later. <laughs> um, that's just great. And and then as he nears the top, um. I mean, the one, most uh, epic mm-hmm. leap of faith. <laughs> I, I I wish my English vocabulary was stronger, um, but he just takes this fantastic, literal leap of faith. Right? It's yeah. faith in his destiny. It's faith in himself. Because he just he sees this this tree. But I mean, it's basically. It's up and kind of kind of on an overhang, right? It's right. kind of like what the uh, the rock climbers would call a negative angle, right? Yeah. yeah. All he could have seen from his <clears throat> angle of ascent would have been the leaves. So right. he's just sure there's a tree, and <laughs> right. he's just sure this is going to work. <laughs> right. So he just jumps as far as he can off of this waterfall thousands if not hundreds of thousands of feet <laughs> right. high right thousands of feet in the air he just jumps out as far as he can with his bow and his arrow to which he has affixed a a, a thread a, a rope <laughs> right and and then he turns around and he, yep sure enough there's a tree <laughs> good thing right. and he, you know i mean someone's all of his I he mean, totally believes crossing cultures that he's going to be cool, man. Chi yeah. power to get that arrow through, <laughs> right? Yeah. It is interesting. Like it's one of those one of those moments where I wouldn't say because I mean you're still cognizant that it's a movie and you're still cognizant of like how long this movie is and stuff like that. <laughs> and so like you don't think he's gonna die, but you are sure like whoa, that's a cool way to get out of that. (laughs) Earlier in the sequence, he is flat up against the wall, walking along this thin little ridge, and he comes up against this this bulge in the wall, and he's got his back to it. He's just trying to stay flat as he can, and 
honestly, as a first-time viewer, it just looks like he's going to have a moment of tension, and then he's going to swing around, and then he's going to keep on climbing. But, Alias, it surprised me, he falls. He absolutely yeah. falls, and if it wasn't for the forest and maybe whatever spirit is guiding him, certainly if it wasn't for his destiny, all of his progress and perhaps life would have been lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I would have died. Yeah. So <laughs> so seeing that definitely sets you up for when he takes that leap of faith because you have seen him fail before doing this kind of thing. Right. But you know, like, this is... When he does that leap of faith, like, there's no... He's at the point of no return. Yeah. Like, there's nothing going to save him. Yeah. <laughs> right. If that yeah, no, arrow no doesn't way. work, you are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Can't even right. see the forest anymore. <laughs> no, the when, trees he, or otherwise. when he hit the bottom, it would be, it would just be pieces of him floating down the river. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but he makes it, and it's awesome, and it's just. I mean, I've I think I saw somewhere someone said like, um, Bahubali is a great Star Wars movie. Um, and, mm, and I think nice. it, I think it would be an amazing Star Wars right. movie. Uh, I think much like RRR, it is, it is a fantastic superhero movie. Yeah. Um, like when you read Tolkien, you don't really think of like the elves. I mean, they're kind of superhuman, but they're not really, you don't think of them that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because as their own thing, they follow a different set of rules. So we're not as impressed by yes the elves can do this thing perfectly of course they can they're elves that's what they do <laughs> but but they also aren't like leaping from tall buildings mm-hmm. and you know i mean there's certain things that they can do well and they live forever but they don't like you know they're 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 not lifting like boulders over the head mm-hmm. right and, you know i don't know it's just i think you could take roger molly and put any of his stories into a Star Wars universe, into a Marvel or DC universe. Yeah. Um, not that I would necessarily suggest that he do right. that. No, because he is doing great. Yeah, he's doing fantastic because what he is doing is he's giving us something that, at least in the U.S., um, we don't get. We don't have. Yeah. We don't get. And let's know? let's talk about that for a second. Like, what are some of the themes, or what are the, some of the aspects of this movie, um, in your mind that that we don't get here in the U S right now. Like I'll say one thing, like it's the same with RRR, like the idea of femininity and masculinity is clear. And you know, you see both ends of both sides of both sides. And like you right. see the good and the bad of the femininity, masculinity right. on all like, but it is clear. Like, like um, these people have roles that they're playing out um, that, you know, I think are, are super clear and super useful that we just, you know, everything's kind of gray today. On a surface level, people are going to see clips from the movies and they say over-the-top action and this kind of silliness. But we do have very silly over-the-top action movies. That's what the Fast and the Furious franchise has become. Oh, sure. That's what a lot of the Marvel stuff is. They're just pushing these weirder and weirder ideas, but at least with the Rajamali movies, his movies have lots of heart first. And there's an emotional justification for all of the wild, over-the-top feats that they do. Because 
when Beam smacks a guy with a motorcycle. I've seen everything that he's been through, and it has been hell to get there. So it is <laughs> yeah. so cathartic to see him absolutely winning. But when Dominic Toretto guns the engine real good and pulls a helicopter down, yeah, that's what he does. Again, this this isn't special. This isn't a great win moment. This isn't a game changer. This is just what happens in these things. I think the heart, yeah, Roger Mulley. I mean, this isn't. If we count Bahubali as as one movie, I think I've only seen three Roger Mulley movies. I've seen um, obviously RRR. I've seen Bahubali, and we've seen Ega. Right. Um, and Ega is very different. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, it has, yeah. But it's, but it's got a lot of heart. It's got that same, yeah. It's got a lot of heart. Uh, again, I read somewhere someone talking about how revenge is a constant theme in Roger Mooley. And it's like, it's an aspect, but. I mean, it's definitely in Bahubali. Right. It's definitely a theme in Ega. Yeah. Um, and, don't want to get into RRR territory, but I really don't think there's a lot of revenge in that particular movie. Um, but anyway, there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of great stories, and and you really like the characters, the the Sivagami character who were introduced to saving saving the hero, right? Yeah. Um, Wow, you see every aspect of not just femininity but humanity in her character, man. She is she is smart. Mm-hmm. She is conniving. She is vicious. She is maternal and loving and caring. I mean, literally when we first see her with Bahubali, and I honestly don't I, I guess it's it's the second half of the first movie when we mm-hmm. first see her. Like she has put down a rebellion she has quashed her husband's um <laughs> desire to rise to the throne right right she didn't divorce him she didn't kill him she, she just she just, she just pulled the rug right out from under him she absolutely usurped him <laughs> yep. right his 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 presumed role and she still got blood on her face and then she takes her son and her now adopted son and starts breastfeeding them right like my God, <laughs> is there any is there any way to show the the two polarities of this woman's character in one frame that would be better than she's bloodstained and breastfeeding? I mean, yeah, she, that sounds like an album. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> bloodstained and breastfeeding by the Shivalingams. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, no, that's exactly right, though. Right. And so her character is deep and she's complex and she's, she could give Machiavelli lessons, Mm -hmm. right? On (laughs) statesmanship and craftsmanship. She makes mistakes. She makes mistakes from her own hubris. Right. Um, And she, she also has moments of incredible giving, of self-sacrifice, of trying to do the right thing. Um, And and she's not a... Puppet. She's not cardboard cutout, and all of the characters are, I feel like, pretty well fleshed out. Yeah, right. Yeah, by but, the time that she gets like tricked and taken advantage of, 
those guys have had to go through so many hoops and hurdles to make this one thing work in their favor. Yeah. I think she might be the most complex. Katapa is, is a, He's a very complex character, too. But as much as you as you root for Shivadu and or Bahubali, they're the same. I mean, there are not a lot of complexities. Right. Right? These guys are the archetype of They're hero, good. right? Yeah. They are good. They are <clears throat> they are um they are brave. They this are this honest. should get you some some uh comments from your Indian listeners. They are very much like um the Judeo Christian male archetype, right? Yeah. They they are self-sacrificing when they need to be self-sacrificing. They are uh, they are out to conquer the world not necessarily in a warlike way right but but why does he keep climbing that that damn waterfall because it's there he wants to know what's at the top of that he wants to explore and command his world um and i'm absolutely sure that that reflects archetypes um in the bhagavad gita uh and some other some other um stories ancient stories right right but from my perspective this is where i'm coming from and and they feel very much like the judeo-christian um i guess ideals of masculinity right yeah not do do men have to get called to fight yes they do and what do they fight they fight evil right and they fight for their families their country their you know right they fight for good Right. They they fight to preserve what is what is good and usually that's their family or their or their tribe or their right. land or whatever. Um so Bahubali is a great guy. His son is a great guy. Love to hang out with him. Yep. Right. I'd feel constantly um like chastened uh, <laughs> by their by their fine example of manliness. Right. Uh, if he I just did runs hang his out finger with him. through his mustache. And... Right. <laughs> <laughs> he runs his fingers through his mustache. Exactly. Um, it's so luxurious. <laughs> but but Shivagami is complex. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. And I love the point you do you do make. Like she does like clearly makes mistakes and she pays for those mistakes dearly. Like, yeah. Deeply. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh, but she's also like the the um the 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 arc stone she's like the 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 thing that that the whole kind of story revolves around too mm-hmm. you know she's kind of the both the instigator and the reason you know that yeah if she had made different choices those choices would have changed the whole right. story because as much as the other characters are influencing events she made a lot of bad calls. That but she also up... made a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Like, like she was right to choose. Like, she's the one who chose who was going to rule the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and she made the right choice ultimately, even though it didn't go over well within the, <laughs> within the the family. <laughs> right. Well, that's an example, perhaps, of of her um, her compassion or her mercy overwhelming her good sense. Yeah. Right, because there is no doubt that if there was a scorpion in her house, it was it was in the form of her own husband and or son. 
right? Right. Um, uh, actually, there's a moment, if you'll recall, where we're, we're learning about young Bahubali, right? And, <laughs> you know, how did this demigod come to be? And and they're uh, they're praying. Is it at the is it the sun god, the altar of the sun god? I or, don't remember. Or was it Shiva? Because it was a very quick moment in a whole lot of other. Shiva things keeps it's... coming up, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was Shiva. I think it was the sun god because that that city basically <laughs> sun god is their deity, right? Um, but they're praying, but, yeah. And then there's a scorpion. Right, mm -hmm. and the scorpion, and it's not a throwaway scene, right? But it's also not just oh look how brave the boy is, right? Because he could have stopped that scorpion, he could have crushed it, which right. he didn't. He could have grabbed it and let his mom know, whoa, there was a scorpion, but he didn't, right? He grabbed it and it stung him and it stung him and he just sucked it up until they left, and then he chucked it away. Right, still right. didn't kill it, um, and, sucks and, the and, and out. sucks the poison out. But he never, he never tells his mom or his brother what he did. Right, he knows that he did the right thing, mm -hmm. and that's enough. You know the whole uh, um, what is it? Virtue is its own reward. Right, mm -hmm. right. Um, I mean. Also, no good deed goes unpunished. Uh, because, yeah, there's a lot of that in this. And that, I think that I think that kind of foreshadows like his attempts to protect the kingdom, perhaps his from brother his brother. Keeps on hurting things and him, and he doesn't. He just keeps he accepting fight, yeah. it. And his brother betrays him. Um, there's one time when his brother absolutely betrayed him and he didn't know about it. He mm -hmm. just couldn't conceive of it. Um, so, you know, but but also don't when they were attacked the by the, you know, whatever, the barbarian hordes. I don't remember the name of that that tribe slash whatever. I'll, I'll look it up. But they've got um, some kind of a totem. Mm -hmm. It might be it might be a scorpion, right? It's got a big skull that's maybe a giant baboon skull or yeah. something. It's, yeah. it's too small to be an elephant, and then it's got a bunch of bones, and it's like it's eight legged. But a scorpion is eight legged, just like a spider is. But you know, let's go with arachnid, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and and he definitely, you know, he definitely is trying to protect the kingdom from that particular poison as right. well, right? Um. And again, not that his brother wasn't trying it, but his brother was doing it so that he could be king. Mm -hmm. And Bahubali was doing it so that there would be a kingdom left. Yeah, there's a big, like, motivation's a big theme, too, in this. Like, right. With a, you know, doing the right thing loyalties? for the right reason. Yeah, lo well, yeah, where do your loyalties lie, you know? And Katapa's loyalty, too. Well, I have... It's a horrible I mean, extremes. do we want to talk about Katapa? Because... Yeah, that's. I, I feel like remember spoilers. Right. Yes. So this has to span both movies, right? Um, but he's he's a loyal slave, right? He he first we were introduced to him, obviously, when he's when he's chasing uh, Shivadu. But well, but, we get that his first moment in the movie is when he's having a sword fight with the the uh, the sword seller. And that's where we explain that he is a slave, but he's also the, the leader of the okay. armed forces. That's and right. And how he and his whole family have 
promised servitude to the throne of Mahishmati right. above all else. So no matter who sits on that throne, he will be loyal to them, right? Right. And he is, again, if he's, he's one of my favorite characters. Uh, I would honestly probably put him and Shivagami as one and two as far as my favorite characters, and I don't know which is which. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just depends on my mood. Right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the man is loyal, the man is honest, the man is strong, he is dedicated. Um, he is legitimately moved when young Bahubali comes to sit with him and and he's like, oh, I don't yeah. like to sit up there. I'm going to sit down with you guys. And he's like, no, you're the king. You should go sit up there. He says, well, if I'm the king, then I command you to feed me. <laughs> you know? right. So, I mean, that moves him, right? And he loves this guy. And calls uh, him uncle. And calls and, him uncle. And that's a big and thing. The whole thing, right, where, uh, again, spoilers and jumping into probably the next movie. I don't remember, yeah. honestly. No, it's not. It's still in the first movie, but whatever. Cliffhangers. But, <laughs> but right. basically, you know. We discovered that that um, when Bahubali takes a wife and they're going to have a baby, and since she doesn't have a father, they're going to give Katapa the, uh, the Katapa first hold. The, yeah, yeah, the first hold, hold him first. Uh, he basically is being elevated to father status. Yeah, even though by that time Bahubali has been demoted to, you know, peon status. Guard, right, right. <laughs> but I don't know what he is. Yeah, but I just, I mean, basically, he's 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 Clark Kent. Right, right. Just like his son, I mean, he's he's in this case he's Kalel or Jorel, you know, living in the in the great kingdom because nobody likes him. <laughs> but because nobody likes it, well, the people who rule don't like it. But anyway, um, but the movie, uh, the movie, the first movie ends with the revelation that Bahubali was killed by Katapa. Right. Because why? You don't know for a year. Right. Right. Which I think is a masterclass in marketing, storytelling. <laughs> right. And right. definitely, I think, the reason that the second movie made so much Absolutely. money. Absolutely. Because that movie, Bahubali 1, comes out in theaters. Everyone loves it, and that cliffhanger means they're coming back. They rent it on DVD and video. They show it to video. their friends. <laughs> they won't stop talking about it. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody sees that cliffhanger. Go see it now. And then as soon as those doors open, we are there. <laughs> right. So here's my thing. He's loyal, quite literally, to a fault, right? But he's loyal to the wrong thing. Right. He's, he's his father, like he's honoring his father by, by remaining a slave to whoever sits on the throne. He but, is offered his freedom a couple, definitely when the sword man encounters him he says whatever it takes i will pay a hundred times that to buy your freedom right and he turns it down but to be fair by that point he may he he's still he's still the guardian of uh of uh what was her name uh devsena yeah devsena um mother Right, he's still her guardian. Right, and and he's still, in his heart, loyal to her. Right, but by honoring his father in this way, and honoring his ancestors in this way, he has given up his 
um, his responsibility to resist evil. You know, yeah. yes, he's 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 honest as much as he can be, right? But it is his responsibility as a rational human being to resist tyranny, right? And okay, he's a slave. He was born into a society where slavery exists. Um, but then he but is even a slave, the good even a slave knows the difference between good and bad, yep. right? And he knew it was wrong. He didn't want to do it. Yep. He should not have done it. He should have killed um, Balaldeva. Whatever, Balaldeva, right? Absolutely. Maleficent. Um, <laughs> Maleficent. <laughs> whatever, right? He is clearly evil. He's a slave in a position to know the machinations that have gone on. Right. And he's he, smart enough to know. He's definitely smart enough to put the pieces together. Yeah. He absolutely has a moral responsibility from my perspective. And this also should get you plenty of, of <laughs> comments from your Indian listeners yeah. about how ignorant I am about, you know, why he did what he did. Um but he has he put in the comments. He Please, has yeah. a moral responsibility to resist evil. And because that evil was coming from the throne, he didn't do it. And it brought him a lifetime of pain. Twenty-two years of pain. And not just himself, right? He brought it down on the entire kingdom. That's right. Um, it caused the death of his beloved queen. Caused the enslavement of the woman who should have been queen, uh, and for all he knew, the 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 death of the rightful the king. rightful king. Right, right. So, all of these things came from his his loyalty to the wrong idea. I think that is such a beautiful point, and that's definitely a theme that we can look at today. I mean, that's definitely something that we can say. You know, what are we loyal to? you know, in our own lives that um, maybe as Stephen Covey might say, you know, it's up the, it's up the wrong ladder. The ladder's leaning <laughs> against the wrong wall, right. you know, right. Um, like where, like where do our loyalties like, cause, cause you're exactly right. Like it, it, it would have been difficult to serve for everything that it asks, but is it asking the right thing for the right reasons? Mm -hmm. right. I love his character. It's great. Character. I love it. Um, I don't know anything about that actor, but I will probably like if I if I can find more stuff that he's in, I want to see it. Oh yeah, because I mean he's just amazing. I I think, um, that's a he's a great great character, um, who made a horrible decision based on, I guess tradition. Yeah. Right. And if you want to honor your father who made this or your, you know, father in the figurative sense, because I'm sure it was his great, great grandfather, you know, who, who swore uh, fealty to the throne. Right. Right. Um, essentially enslaving all future generations. I mean, I'm an American. Yeah. I don't believe in uh, the father um, deciding the fate of the children and the future generations for good or for ill. I believe in fathers doing the best for their family, right. trying to provide for them, trying to give them opportunities, trying to give them even guidance and, and trying to make the best decisions for themselves and their families 
at that right. time. Right. But you you should never be limited by what your father, grandfather, great great grandfather right. believed. Right. You should never be limited by their place in society. Um, much less should my, you know, four times great grandfather who I ever who I never met have the right to enslave me. Right. Um, and someone and, that he never met. And, and I get it. Right. Katapa, he was he was raised with this. His literally probably his grandfather and his father um, raised him, setting the example. The throne is 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 the god. Yep. Right. Um, which Bahubali's brother, what's his name? Balaldeva. Balaldeva. He literally was making himself a god. I mean, he was raising that golden that golden statue in place of the sun god. Yeah. Right. Uh, he was trying to make himself the deity of the the kingdom. the kingdom, right? Um, but if he instead had had chosen to honor his father by resisting evil, by saying, "You swore loyalty to a man or a regime or a family that represented these things." And those things have been corrupted. Those things have been usurped. They've been removed. They've been perverted. Um, I think that would be, have been the better way to honor his family's legacy. He didn't, and therefore... Now we have a good, great story. Right. Now we have a great story, right, about a and flawed it's man. it's interesting when he is told to kill Bahubali, if I remember all of the details correctly, he does initially refuse... And tells the queen that because he is unwilling to do this, she may now kill him. And then she says something to the effect of, would you have the queen's hands have your blood on them? And then, no, of course. And then he does what he was told right, to do. Right, but he still, he does, yeah. he does evil in the service of evil to mm -hmm. protect somebody else from being in some way stained right yeah. and, and it is he knows he so strongly knows that this is not the right thing to do but he is compelled by a sense of loyalty and honor and something right to just do it anyway but there were two people in the room when he was commanded to kill bahubali whom he could have killed mm -hmm. should have killed mm-hmm Maybe he would have been himself executed for it, um, but he would. He would have saved the kingdom. He would have saved the kingdom. He would have prevented the queen from being disgraced or whatever. Right. Um, so I mean, that's my take on it. I love the character. Um, I think his tragic flaw is in his insistence on on holding to a tradition that keeps him enslaved to a position that is no longer uh it's no longer a force for good yeah it's a force for evil um it's it's tyrannical and it's his job as a rational man to resist it but he doesn't he doesn't do that because he feels that it's his it's more important for him to uh, honor the commitments made by his long dead ancestors and that's you know that is what it is, and and he's a fantastic character. Um, I think that that's a, a good lesson. Personally, I think that that's a good lesson to take. Is yeah. like because he he's a good man who chose to serve evil. 
He ended up doing evil. He ended up causing even greater evil. You know, would it have been wrong for him to slaughter the, the king and the king's father? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Not so. Not after yeah. everything that he knew it, they were up to. Right, to right. It would have been against or... his against his well, upbringing. It would have well, been. Yeah, there's a difference between doing something that's moral and doing something that's against the law. You know, right. like against the code, we'll say. Well, I don't think there's any doubt slaughtering the king is against the law. <laughs> right. Pretty much everywhere. Um, God, could you imagine a kingdom where that's not the case? France. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a wonderful place, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Not if it's France. Uh, well. They got a little carried away. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, there was no doubt that it was against. it would have been against the law. But. It would have been the right thing to do. It would have been the right thing to do. All right. Well, we are about an hour into this show, and we haven't talked about part two yet. Not in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about part two. Okay. Part two. Uh, well, we're still in a flashback, technically. Right. Um, where we explain the betrayal of Bahubali. Um, Bahubali goes to a neighboring kingdom. I don't remember. I think... I think it was just to see the citizens that he will be ruling over or interacting with of the neighboring kingdoms. I don't think it was specifically to find a wife, but that's what ends up happening. Wasn't that part of his uh, his quest to capture the traitor? The guy who stole military secrets yeah. and ran away? Because I think that's what set them on the journey. I don't think so, because that... That no no uh, the tr- the guy that sold the military secrets they traced him to the bar right they chased him off of the cliff and that's when Balal Deva revealed that he absolutely would have let Bahubali die if it right. wasn't for witnesses and then those military secrets led the revelation of those secrets and that guy's loyalties led to the final battle of part one where they fight against the Kalalakaya. <laughs> The, the barbarian horde. Yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> we'll so, just call them the Visigoths. The Vis- shall we? <laughs> so that's that's what that whole arc was. Isn't and then it this weird was... how those across cultures just the same <laughs> things the same... keep happening. Yeah. You raise up you raise up an empire or a kingdom or whatever, and then at at the height of its beauty, um, it gets corrupted from the inside, and then it gets attacked from the outside. But <laughs> uh, I know it it's just like, keeps it's happening. Like, it keeps happening, and and it's amazing to like watch it in real time now. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a little disturbing. Yeah. So he goes to that one kingdom. They get attacked by bandits, and that's when he sees, uh, for this movie anyway, shampoo commercial number one <laughs> of Devsena. Devsena absolutely slaughtering a whole bunch of those bandits and then he has an excellent fight scene against the bandits with Katapa where he is absolutely infatuated with Devsena and he's killing these bandits without a care in the world <laughs> it's the most like rom-com-ish <laughs> it's this weird rom-com like excursion right it's like it but goes... it's still an action fantasy movie it's We're an not action fantasy anything. rom-com it is only additive <laughs> so that's when it's mr and mrs smith meets right <laughs> the dick van dyke show right <laughs> 
So, uh, he, he and Katapag, uh, don't exactly go undercover, but they present themselves as being less than they are to woo her over without power, as it were. Like, she's going to fall in love with him for who he is and not because he is sure we'll go with that interpretation because (laughs) honestly i'm watching i'm like i don't know what he hopes to accomplish with this (laughs) it doesn't make a lick of sense i think (laughs) because he is definitely playing this simpleton role which is weird and the whole yeah it is quite i do like how he took the the coward of the kingdom oh yes the the pretender what's his name i don't i don't remember his name but but he's this pretender right he he's he's got position and he acts like you know he's he can hunt and he can fight and he can do neither. Right. Um, he's a coward, um, but by just being around Bahubali and being like encouraged by him, he becomes the hero that he always wanted to be. Yeah. I mean that I think that arc alone is a whole movie. Yeah. Right. That just. Whatever that guy's name is, right? I don't know. Umaravar. But but he gets his own hero's journey, and then we're introduced to him, and he's kind of hiding, right? Mm-hmm. Not fighting. And then by the end of the movie, like he is badass number one. Right. Right? He's he's tough and he's courageous and and uh he believes in himself and and with good reason. Mm-hmm. You know, Bahubali also and and uh Shivadu also believe in themselves with good reason. Like right. there has never been a man with that kind of self confidence. No. <laughs> Not that survived past fifteen. Right. No way. You have to get stone drunk to start having that kind of confidence. And and by that time, you know, it's too late. You, right. Actually the arc of Kumara might be an interesting way to analyze this this section of it. So we might start with that. Um so Kumara okay. is he's trying to show the simpleton how to do these things and Bahubali being him just does this and credits all of it to him. So oh yes, I, I am a great warrior. I don't know how I did that, but <laughs> I'm sure I did. And then when one of the armies attacks that kingdom, which I can't remember the name of and I couldn't there's so many names. Yeah. <laughs> but they attack the kingdom and Bahubali just throws off the guys and tells this guy there comes a time in everyone's life. This is your time. Step up. And the guy actually does. He protects a bunch of women from a bunch of the invading soldiers and gets hurt. With a, with oh, a dagger, wasn't with it? With a dagger. With a right. dagger. hands him a dagger. It's like there's a hundred horde outside <laughs> with swords and arrows. Here's a knife. I gotta go. I believe in you. <laughs> and that's his first, if I remember, that's his first moment of really being truly a hero. Yeah. And he suffers a lot of injury for it, but he does do it. And he and he becomes loyal mm-hmm. to the man who helped him find Absolutely. himself. Which wouldn't it be a nice world if that were always the case? Right. So Bahubali does an incredible tactic of getting a whole bunch of what are they? The animals? Um, Some kind of cow. Yeah. Are they water buffalo? Maybe they're water buffalo. Sure. But we'll just we're just yeah. gonna get a whole herd of them, light their horns on fire, and get them <laughs> to run in front of the gates. 
And that ought to keep the enemies away for about a couple minutes. <laughs> Long <laughs> enough for us to figure something else out. Yeah. It was like it was like the stampede from the Lion King mm-hmm. meets right. the rundown. <laughs> if you haven't seen the rundown, you should go see it. That's a good um, movie. Uh, plus fire. It's like fire is always fun. I know, right? <laughs> when you add like flaming bulls, it sounds like a bar in San Francisco, but <laughs> but flaming bulls just charging the the bad guys. Um, I feel like that was pretty awesome. I totally forgot. Pretty... There's a whole political betrayal. Yeah, we don't have to do that. All, all that blow by blow stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. You guys, by the way. You need to see, even with the spoilers we're giving, like There's it's not so doing much. justice. Oh, well, you sure. need to see the movie. We're not even trying to describe just a pure, right? Visual beauty. I mean, on, it, honestly, right? we're yeah, honestly, we're just trying to say enough to be able to like talk about it, right? And the and the themes because there's a lot going on in there, right? And and for me, the themes are a big part of it. Yeah, the characters themselves are a big part of yep. it. I mean, the story, the story is 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 good fascinating you know it's amazing but so and and i don't know this it was a story written by the director or was it or is it i don't a, remember if it was written by him or his dad but is it they, based it's not on? a traditional story it's okay. obviously informed by sure. traditional stories there's a lot of uh and, and that that would be another hour yeah. of you and me and wikipedia makes three um <laughs> figuring out but there, it's obviously informed by a lot of a lot of stories, uh, not just not just I think Hindu stories, but um, just stories that predate yeah religion or or modern religions anyway. Um, so yeah, it's an original story that has a lot of epic themes. It's kind of like you know if if you. Macbeth and and King right. Lear, right? I feel like there's there's elements of King Lear in here. Um, maybe Macbeth. I mean, there's an evil uncle and for sure. Yeah, I mean, well, there's some stuff. <laughs> there's there's no witches that I remember. No, I don't remember. Uh, but you so know, I just gotta expand or... your definitions and ideas <laughs> right? of these. But anyway, characters. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of beautiful stuff. The music is the music is the is, is really good, amazing, really good. right? The music is amazing. Um, I hear some of that music coming from from uh, the bathroom in my house fairly regularly. <laughs> um, I have one of the few households that I like think <laughs> where. Um, you know, at any given moment while the shower is running, you might hear uh, a song in Telugu <laughs> being belted out. Uh, you might hear Russian reggae being belted out. You might hear the song of the mariachi in Spanish. Uh, and it's all the same guy doing the, But, you know, whatever. It's, there's a lot of really great um The music is great fantastic, music. yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and and as you said, like the cinematography is just oh yeah, like they're going from her kingdom to Mahishmati on this flying boat, and I don't know <laughs> if this is supposed That's to be right. a, like is emotional this metaphorical metaphor, or, or, <laughs> or if is, they just have a boat that flies. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. There's a whole like song and dance yeah. going on, right? Yeah. So we really don't know if like it's... Mahubali and Kathapa 
definitely walked here. <laughs> so we could have just taken a chariot, but no. Right? He could have flown the eagles to Mordor. <laughs> right? We're just going to fly this thing above the clouds, and there's this beautiful shot where, like, Bahubali and Devsana are on a staircase, but it's all tilted, and the moon's in the background, so it looks like this weird comic book panel, but it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, who knows, right? It's, it's, it's fantasy. There's a lot of song and dance, especially with the two of them. Right. Uh, there's at least two major musical numbers. Yeah. Um, just and with one that or bit. two or both or. Uh, well, just with um, uh, Devsena and and Bahubali, right? Yeah. There's. Yeah, there's there's the one in the village where he like sees her, not the village, but whatever. Oh, yeah, right. In she's in her. She's, she's like she's the in her. her <laughs> epic quarters right? right i guess she's a princess so fine you know she's got like a twenty-five thousand square foot apartment um <laughs> and they're they're doing you know dancing and singing about well him mm-hmm. really yeah and then there's the whole dance and and song sequence the, while he's flying, he's flying through on the, the boat why not sure um and there's the whole thing, like all of that, even you know, and and there's the, all of the subterfuge and the the different plot lines with, you know, his his brother and his evil uncle. Yeah, there's a lot of politic going on. There is, but and it never actually... feels bogged down. Like I love Star Trek. Sometimes there's too many people sitting around a table, right, talking about politics that aren't real, right. It's like, you ooh, know, lore. <laughs> of course, Dune has an awful lot of politics as <laughs> yes. well. But it doesn't. But it, you're never sitting taking, around a table. No, <laughs> it's always taking action on the politics. Right. And it's I, not and, the Harkonnens deviously committing right. tax fraud <laughs> and framing the treaties. It's we are going to come down here now that we have isolated you from the universe and kill you all. So, so play the and if love remains home game. Right. Uh, <laughs> write down all of the references to movies. <laughs> That aren't the movie we're talking about. <laughs> and if you get them all... Well, you'll get us prize. You'll, you'll, you'll get a high five virtually, I guess. We'll, we'll make you a guest. <laughs> there you can, go. Can we pin comments on this? We'll just give you top comments. Sure. We'll there give you, you why not? top comments. Why not? But, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of the, the um, intrigue, yeah, right? Everything that goes on in the politics directly affects something immediately yeah it's yeah like even baldeva like sends a letter and tricks the queen into getting the girl that bahubli's in love with to be betrothed to him but then that immediately goes sideways which just makes their uh devsenas and bahubli's relationship stronger so there's a ploy that ploy immediately develops the rest of the stuff and we're not necessarily waiting for this thing to kick off right Right. like you're watching star wars and they say but who will have uh, these things who will control the senate if only someone would give emergency powers meanwhile back at the ranch and then 40 (laughs) minutes later we got jar jar in the senate i mean yeah (laughs) that took forever i forgot this was happening (laughs) right but I mean, there's we've we've obviously jumped over a tremendous amount of stuff, and, yeah. and thank God. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I appreciate that. You know, we're only. I, a, I do want to kind of follow the Queen Mother story a little bit, because that okay. kind of 
In this one, she is being deceived by Bilal Deva and manipulated because when he does that whole thing with betroth me this wife, oh, but that woman's in love with Bahubali. Well, you're just going to do this to your only son and fine, you'll get to be the king. <laughs> and that's how they make up that, but he was counting on that. And that's, that's the first time that I think we see in those movies her being successfully manipulated. I think that might be right. Yeah. Uh, Devasana, 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 but whatever. I don't. I don't know. I've obviously I've heard her name pronounced several times, and it just didn't stick. I'm I sorry. I don't know if we saw the Telugu version or the Hindi <clears throat> version, but we're trying our That's best. That's a good guys. question. I'm almost sure we saw the Telugu version, but I'm not entirely sure. And I'm sure there are multiple translations. But ah. but in any case, I mean, she's no shrinking violet herself, right? I mean, in the first place, when we see her. She's kicking ass, right? And taking names, yeah. Um, and you know, as that kind of progresses, you know, we see her competing against, you know, the the. I guess he's a prince. I don't remember his name. The coward who becomes the hero. The Kumar, Kumara. Sure, Kumar. Yeah. Why not Kumar? <laughs> Harold and Kumar. Kumara Varma. <clears throat> Mr. Barber. <clears throat> so, you know, she's competing against him in the boar hunt and would have won. Right. Uh, <laughs> being Cheater. Cheeky. <laughs> cheeky. He's a cheeky little monkey. <laughs> Let me just shoot your arrows out of the sky in a way that they ricochet into the boar. <laughs> How does this? Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, you know, but she's tough. When, when the queen tries to basically buy her mm -hmm. she's like really right <laughs> like who do you think you're talking to <laughs> you know you may have the walls but you know we're not you can't just buy me like some harlot um which calls to mind you remember the the old kind of story slash joke with supposedly winston churchill yes. at the story you know would you sleep with me for a hundred pounds no would you sleep with me for a million pounds yes <laughs> you sleep with me for 200 pounds right what right. do you think i am we've already established that <laughs> right <laughs> right so she's like you can't buy me not at any price right not at the price of a kingdom not at the millions right. of tons of gold i i'm not for sale uh-huh um blah 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 you know <clears throat> she gets there and then and then she finds out that what she thought was the case is not the case and kind of is the case <laughs> right yeah, because she thought that Bahubali was, was to be her betrothed, and so she kind of changed her mind, and then she got there, and she's like, no, you're for this son, and she's yeah. like, hell to the no. Right. <laughs> right. In that, in that moment, when she's, when she's there standing before the queen, she is literally surrounded by enemies in that, in that moment, Right. She didn't come in as an enemy, but as soon but as she... did she... come in in chains. As a captive. Mm -hmm. Right, because he had to capture her to bring her, because that was the, the queen's command. Right. Um, so she but... is bottom of the totem right, pole. But she's she has definitely, no political as soon as she defied the queen, everybody in that courtroom, everybody within those walls is her enemy. And it didn't really evolve in this direction but i've read enough stories of you know the olden days in various countries you know and the idea 
of giving your rivals or your enemies family safety in your own walls is just is just holding them hostage right, right? <clears throat> she was absolutely in a position where she could be held hostage she could be made a slave um but she still didn't back down right i mean that's her <coughs> her character um yeah but they end up he ends up losing his position bahubli loses his position as heir apparent to the front as heir becomes uh, I don't know, captain of the guard. Whatever he There's becomes. So I mean, he moves guards. out of the castle and he's basically, you know, living on the, right. you know, with, with, the the, with the rabble in the village, right? <laughs> <clears throat> and he's doing the work of a hundred men. Right. Because he can't. Because, <laughs> right, he just does what he can do. He does as much as he can do in whatever position he gets he gets put in. And maybe, you know, maybe it's because of the, the Marcus Aurelius... Um, exposure recently right but that's that's a very stoic right for sure um, i was actually even thinking of like the you know the the joseph in egypt story like right everywhere he no matter what position he's put in he's like doing the best he, he can just he's, excels right he does he does the most that he can do yeah it's an interesting <laughs> sequence as he is making all of these machines to help the people right. do the work because <laughs> right. that kind of Right. I think that has some implications. <laughs> right. Eat your heart out, Leonardo. Leonardo who? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Now, honestly, I don't even know what year this is supposed to happen in. Oh, yeah. It, right. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, at least in I theory, mean, it feels, Indian... It feels Indian. very medieval, but that could have been, you know, right, 1600, the, This is supposed to be like a you know 10,000-year-old yeah. civilization, right? right? And, I mean... They had wheels. They knew, you know, how to make chariots and right. stuff. So no, it was... more than that, they got that chariot <laughs> that shot spears like a machine gun. <laughs> well, right. They 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 were the they most were, inventive. The right. Stone. They well, were... they weren't Stone Age. They were they were early Iron Age, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, but they were still mining by hand until Bahubali came down and said, "This right is got he, to change." Kind of, right. He's he's. The Prometheus, right? He brings he is them. A Prometheus, yeah. He brings them knowledge. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why my throat is itchy. Anyway, something in the water, right? Something in the water. <laughs> my uh, fault. <laughs> so you know, they get pregnant, gonna have the baby, end up having the baby, um, um and while the baby is being birthed. <clears throat> That happens to be the moment when Katapa is killing Bahubali in the mud. <laughs> right. right, and he still gets and takes the honor of being the first one to hold the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of redeems himself by by taking part in the rescue of yeah. the baby. The, um, and as a nice character moment, gets the Bahubali's blood on Shivgami's hands. Just so that she knows exactly what's up. Right. There's there was no way for her to avoid blood on her hands. Yeah. Um, which of course takes us back to the start of the movie, and that's how that's how this woman who who was queen ends up running dying for in a river. Her life. Um and then so yeah, um And that's when she, we finally catch up to <laughs> Shivadu, right? Now he knows who he is, he knows what happened. You know, right. this woman that he saved is, in fact, his mother, and that his love interest was 
going to rescue his mother and right. that's that's what the whole right uh rebellion was about so now right. that they know who he is he has an army at his side to go take the kingdom plus he has cut the mm-hmm. which is all he really needed that's all you need <laughs> that dude he's like the baddest of the bad he is he's yeah he's a one-man army he's like the the, the main guy in 300 leonidas yeah 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 then they go to the kingdom have a very interesting design for a telescope but we'll get into that (laughs) (laughs) i can't see anything light leak light leak (laughs) and this is um it is this assault on mahishmati mahishmati that is where we we see the the fantastic use of palm trees right uh yeah that comes in the second thing because the the first one is a ground battle and then they they grab devsena and bring her into the kingdom lock all the walls so now they need to get over Over the wall the walls right (laughs) to save devsena again (laughs) so speaking of leonidas i mean it's kind of a spartan moment right where they all get on the tree with their shields yeah and each man protects the, the man to his to his left, I guess, mm-hmm. as um, it were, <laughs> as it were. But you know that that whole thing. It's there's no way around it. It's absurd, and I and love it, it is <laughs> so fun to watch. It is fun, right? All of these guys. It's like <clears throat> it's like a Roadrunner cartoon. They all get <laughs> on this this um, palm, palm tree, tree that's been bent down to the ground with their shields. They cut the rope. It launches them bodily into the air, right. but they're like locked arm in arm or something yeah, because they pull themselves because together they, into they, a grenade. Right, pull themselves into basically so that their their shield forms um, like a barrel. It's, it's more like a barrel with no mm-hmm. with no top or bottom, right? And so they just sail as this barrel, <laughs> and somehow inside this bubble, there's. Inertia is somebody else's problem. Right. Right? <laughs> they just sail over the wall. And because they're in this perfect form, they like land and bounce. And Indiana Jones is like, that's better than a fridge. I don't know. <laughs> right. um, and a subtle thing that I love about that attack is that they don't all make it. A lot of them land right true. where they need to, but some of them overshoot and just go flying past the wall. <laughs> we don't see where they land. That's true. And then some of them just crash into the wall and fall on the outside now, we don't see if they die yeah so things don't go perfect which but... i think is so important because it feels like there's still a lot like of... it's real <laughs> it feels never... like there's risk it real-ish like... it, it does right yeah risk that's good right there there's there's um things can go wrong consequences we're not sure that they're going to necessarily lose but how much farther will they have to go to win yeah. yeah so you know ultimately they win after a very epic one-on-one fight between bahubli and baldeva because they're both demigods so when they actually clash it really feels like they can do serious damage to each other yeah it is it is it is like a thor versus um hulk yeah uh, <laughs> i i don't remember and maybe you do there's so many um when when Shivadu is finally fighting Baldiva, mm-hmm. what bindi is he wearing? Is he does he still have a bindi or a, Shivadu? A, Shivadu. Yeah, I think they both do. <clears throat> what what is on his? 
Because <coughs> Bolveda, Bolveda, Baldeva, Baldeva, or Balaldeva, he always has the sun, right? He's always got the. I'm assuming a rising sun. Yeah. Because the setting sun would be a little, you know. <laughs> um, I'm assuming he always has the rising sun, and Bahubali always has the crescent moon. Okay. Right. Um, which Shiva also is usually depicted with a crescent moon, like in his hair. Okay. Um, so See, these, are, these are things I didn't know. Right, didn't so there's Shiva that. again, yeah. right? Yep. But Shivadu, Shivadu, he's got something on his on his forehead in the village. And I don't know if it's a, uh, if it's like a, a, the lingam or the, it's not a clear mark of Shiva, and in case you guys are confused and you haven't seen the movies uh, and we didn't make it clear, Shivudu is Bahubali Jr. Right. Right. FYI. <laughs> so so they are, they're played by the same guy, and it's very easy to call both of them Bahubali, but that would just be a mess. I think I've many. read some people say that it's a conch shell on his, on his forehead. Okay. Others said that maybe it's a serpent. Um <clears throat> Or or the the Shiva lingam. Hey, if you know, say it in the comments. Yeah, put it in the comments. <laughs> put it in the comments. We'd I was like just curious the... because obviously, if Bahubali was the 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 moon, right, right, the cool headedness, right, and his Balaldeva. brother Balaldeva was was the sun, you know, the the fiery, the hot tempered, right. If we say enough pronunciations, <clears throat> one if, of them has if to, his right? if his son was now fighting. Balaldeva. Um I was just I don't remember what was what mark was on his forehead, if any. That'd be interesting, yeah. So please let us know. I'd be very you Yeah. Know. And there's cool. there's just there's so much in the movie that I mean just there's so much in the movie to see. There's so much that is that is wonderful. And you know, yeah, the story is basically, hey, this this guy, he's raised, um in a station way lower than, he, than than his destiny. Right. Right. He he is Kalal. Right. Yeah. I mean, he he went to live among the primitives. Yep. You know, they weren't bad people. Right. Martha and Clark Kent, the best people. Right. That Earth had to offer. Yeah. Um, but they weren't as good as Kalal. Right. So the Shivadu, you know, he has to go and he has to find out who his father was. He has to learn his heritage and he has to take it back. And in doing so, he saves his mom. Um, he saves the whole kingdom. Everybody loves him. And that, you know, that's big story. Right. right? But on the way, you know, he meets he meets. Um, what was the name of the woman again? The, the... Yes. Yes, Avantika. Avantika. And he meets yeah. Avantika, and there's a whole thing with them, right? And this this kind of of courtship. Um, Very interesting. Whole, you'd you'd whole never see anything that. like that in Hollywood. No way. Today. Right. Right. Uh, never in a million years. Right. Because, well, he he pretty much always has the upper hand. Yeah. Right. He's always getting the better of her, and as anybody who's seen a Hollywood movie made in the last fifteen years knows. No male character can ever be even playfully like getting the better right. of of a woman who is currently not interested. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the it used to be like 
the main thing, right? The woman keeps saying no and right and, and resisting, and then and then you know you win. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's you know you, you can't do that in America, but in a country that still prizes femininity, and and none of these women are weak. Would no. would even the most radical. Uh, left-wing feminazi crazy. Oh, I think I think if, that these if you're women a are feminist, weak. you would you could watch this and legitimately go, these are like heroes of our, you know. Absolutely, they are heroic women, right? Yeah. But anyway, there's this whole courtship thing that is just it's like nothing I've ever seen, right? Yeah. And the tattoo thing or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that's, so is oh, that's such a weird. <laughs> I've got great spatial awareness right. to figure out oh, those yeah. patterns. Well, that's just <laughs> one of his many divine gifts. Yes. <laughs> um. I do this, and then I hug you. Ah, right, right, right. I mean, the symbolism is subtle as a brick, and <laughs> uh, that, and that. Yeah. But, but it's it's great, you know. And then she has to choose between, you know, oh, we thought you were with us, and we have this thing, and then it turns out, of course, that her her whole quest is about is really about him, and and yeah. right. Um. So you know, there's that whole thing, and then and then you know, the character of his mother. Um, there's so much, and like I said before, and I'll probably say a million times more in in my lifetime. Every frame is beautiful, visually beautiful. The music is beautiful. The um the characters are interesting. Yeah. Um, and and heroic. Yep. The heroes are heroic and once again stepping back a little bit to to throw bricks at hollywood um because they deserve a few few more bricks bricks. (laughs) like in the beginning god created iron man (laughs) (laughs) and iron man was without form and void no uh, he Ouch. was he was <laughs> well to be fair the script was without form oh, right. well, and yeah, void we're, we're getting uh, really good metaphors here that's, that's getting a little too deep um, but iron man the reason it kicked off what we now call the marvel universe right which has become the mcu mm-hmm. um is because he was kind of this guy kind of this um not a very maybe good guy right maybe, he wasn't right? wholesome he was but he... but like he used he used his skills right his brains and his hands and and the first thing he did was he used it to save himself and and then he continued to use his brain and his hands to make tools um which ultimately you know benefited others right right it, it all culminated in you know the defense of earth or whatever um, and so the heroes were allowed to be heroes. Um, I personally didn't care for the Thor movie. Um, but that movie, you know, Thor learned what it was to be a hero. Right. Um, I very much enjoyed the Captain America movie, which was about a guy who always was a hero who was finally given the strength to accomplish what was always in his soul. Right. Right. So those, that's really, I think the reason that, that the, the MCU was able to take off the way that it did. And it's become a whole thing, right? It It's created, like, DC literally fell all over itself trying to, trying to 
emulate yeah. the the MCU at the time. Um, failed miserably, except for one movie, in my humble opinion, right, which was the first Wonder Woman movie, right, right, which you know, she knows what the right thing. I, to I couldn't do care is less. Just if, does it right? She was a hero. She was born yeah. to be a hero. She was trained to be a hero, and everybody who tried to stop her from being a hero, she was just like. Just stop. Right. Just get out of my way. Right. She just ignored them or she pushed them aside. And one of my favorite moments in movie history, at least from the last 20 years, is when Diana, right? Princess Diana, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Wonder Woman, is like, I've had enough of this. She steps up out of the foxhole and just marches on on the uh, the Kaiser's army, right? Right. Just this is what I'm born to do. This is what I'm gonna do. I love that moment, right? And we don't get too many of those. We don't get any of those now, in in the the Marvel movies, right? No. Uh, all of the Marvel male heroes have been, literally been made into jokes, right? Right. Somebody to make fun of, someone to mock. Um, and the female characters can't have moments of weakness or they, failure. They never make a mistake. They never they never fail. Um, but People they're also unlikable, and, and nobody likes them. Nobody right. cares. And and you know the only the only thing left in Marvel, I think, where that's maybe not still the case, was um, was um, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which is why Guardians three. Um, did pretty well in spite of a lot of really disturbing imagery of, of uh, torturing animals, right? Vivisection right. And, and experiments and whatnot. Um, but the heart was there. The heart was still there, right? And there were still heroic moments and heroic people. But all of that was to say, you know, in Bahubali, the hero gets to be the hero, right? He gets to act like a hero. He doesn't step on people to get there. He doesn't put anybody down right. to get there. In fact, he lifts people. Bahubali himself lifts people up. And and I, well, I can't think of any specific examples of his son doing that. I I wish to believe that that's how he lived the rest of his life. That yeah. he raised that whole kingdom up. Yep. Yeah, because Bahubali and uh, Kumara, Kumara's life was changed, and in the end, he Kumara did die trying to uh i guess achieve justice for the betrayal against bahubali because balaldeva tricked him into doing these things and then when he realized that he had been tricked he tried to the last possible moment to kill balaldeva because he so believed in the goodness of bahubali that he has to save him Bahubali doesn't know what's coming, and he has to do the right thing in this moment. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot of Great there's character. a lot of admirable heroes. There's a lot of admirable heroics. Um, the bad guys are not. And so let's go back to Wonder Woman for a second. The worst part of Wonder Woman was the bad guy. Uh, yeah. Not only was he physically non-threatening, right? <laughs> like. I will never believe that 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 cheese eating mustache dude <laughs> is the friggin' Ares god of war. Right. They called him Ares in that one, right? Because mm-hmm. they stick with the Greek. In yeah. That, so, um, 
I would never believe it. It devolved into just basically a CGI slugfest. Nobody, nobody was really intelligent. Like Diana couldn't have anything. She had nothing that could hurt Ares, and then we couldn't see Ares hurting her. So uh, it, she it, should have outsmarted him, throwing tanks at each other while saying, saying "I will destroy you," yeah, and then not destroying her. So that was no bueno. Right. But but the bad guys in this movie they are they're not only strong right they're they're physically intimidating but but they're smart they're yes. crafty they're they're determined they're, they're vicious vile. <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of their plans come about because they need to trick somebody into doing something <laughs> right and what's what's the the we we decided we don't know how to pronounce the name of uh, the cripple. Yes. The cripple, the cripple, which I'm just going to go out and, and say whoever, whoever, I'm, I'm almost sure that arm is practical, right? Sometimes, yeah, it's definitely practical sometimes, but sometimes they're doing a great job at erasing this Who, real arm. Whoever it's did that arm, good. like they deserve whatever is the equivalent of an Oscar in India for makeup. That is a good arm. Like I had to look it up. Like, did they find a dude? India's got a billion people. You can find a dude who's got an arm and can act, right? I know you can. Uh, there's just there's just too many people not to be able to find whatever. Right. But that's that's just great, right? But there's a moment where like he just straight up punches a marble wall, and and yeah, you know, call him and just tears a chunk out of it. Like this yeah. dude is not weak. Right. He's got a bad arm. Right. And he's got a bad soul, but. He's not, not holding him back. He's not weak. Yeah. Not at all, man. I mean, he could, like, crush a, a normal man with one arm, and that's, you know. So well, the, the, the bad guys are bad, which I think makes the heroes more heroic. Yep. Um, and, the, and the villagers are good. Like, like, there's a good reason to want to save the kingdom and save the village and save the people. Like, like the people are, j- like, they're not... Um, you just you want you're rooting for these people mm-hmm. right right they're not corrupt people they're oppressed people right they're they're everyday people they're they're the what the most of humanity has been for as long as we have had people who chose to rule over others right right and that hasn't obviously been all of humanity but it's been a fair chunk a of fair it right? chunk of it people who who um were raised up by strength of arm or strength of character to to protect people who who you know called them whatever you know right. chieftain, king, emperor whatever that whatever that was, uh, but most of the people in the universe are just people. They're just trying to do their job. They're trying to take care of their families, and that's what these people are, right? They're they're living in the shadow of of the palace, right? And maybe in the past that has represented a a protective force. Um, but at that time, it definitely was not right. At that time, it was definitely not. That guy definitely. How do you think he he paid for that golden statue? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think there might have been taxes involved. Um, I'm just guessing. I think you're right. Um, and I'm guessing that they were exorbitant. Right. I'm sure that's that the true. People... That, that's a big old statue. Right. And 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 and, and you know. There's lots of expenses in the court, not sure. just the statue. Well, and then 
to your point, the mining, right? Whatever they were mining, I don't even remember. Maybe it was gold. I don't know. But, I mean, those people maybe didn't have a choice. Right. Right? I remember Mahishmati was introduced uh, during, while well, a song was playing about how it's such a great place to live and everybody's happy and, you know, well, showing the effects of the rule cause, <laughs> yeah. because juxtaposition is fun. <laughs> right. Well, I think we have given everybody sufficient reason to watch this movie. I I'm, hope so. I'm going to say that S better. Sufficient reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I want to see it again now after. And we have other, again, Iga, Iga, Iga. Iga. We're going to do. Iga's on Amazon. Iga's on I don't Amazon. know where you can see Bahubali. Netflix. Netflix. Netflix, Bahubali. You check out Netflix on Bahubali. <laughs> yeah. Check out Netflix on Bahubali. That's right. Check out Netflix on Bahubali. The best streaming soon. service you'll ever pay. <laughs> right? The most epic. <laughs> Bahubali streaming, baby. We've got one story, two movies. <laughs> you know what I don't know? I don't know if Bahubali means something. Oh. In the comments, let us know. I mean, I know it's a name, right? Yeah. But please all share of your us, observations with us. All yeah. of us have names, and all of our names have Mean meanings. something. So That'd be interesting to know. I think, and I didn't look it up, but just because the the character, they call him Shivadu, I have to believe that that's like Child of Shiva or maybe even Gift right. from Shiva. Um, I didn't look it up. have no idea, but that's something that people who, who speak Telugu or Hindi can, can probably... Or any... You know, any of the 147 other languages within, you know, a 30-minute walk of where that place was filmed. Yeah. That movie was filmed. Um, great anyway. Movie. Great movie. Great, great movie. Wonderful movie. We should talk about Iga uh, we'll sometime. Talk- uh, what was the other one that we just Sadarudam. saw? Yeah. I think I got that in the right order. Sadarudam. Yeah. A lot of symbolism in that movie, too. But, good uh, stuff. Yeah. You are listening to And If Love Remains. The first of 23 installments requested by Dr. Levitt. Trying to be in compliance here because we're taking him and that whole organization to the house.